Welcome to the Her Podcast, where women like you are healing, elevating, and recharging as we journey through life. I'm your host, Tashambi Vines, a certified life coach and motivational speaker for women. Sis, I invite you to join me in this safe, unapologetic space to have that type of girl chat that you've always been looking for. This podcast will touch on various topics concerning things that we as women struggle with daily. On this week's episode of the Her Podcast. In this episode, you can be changed by it or educated by it. Regardless of which you choose, know that in this season, whatever you need from God is readily available. Girl Interrupted Part 2 will be back next week. But in the meantime, in between time, kick back and let's get into this bonus episode, Exposure Season. The great T.D. Jake said, <laughs> when I was watching this episode, it was so profound to me, so, and it just really kind of messed me up. And he said, if it's all about you, you're killing somebody. Ooh, let that sink in. Like, I wonder how many bodies I got out here, emotionally damaged men that I didn't um, know that I was hurting, but they became hurt emotionally damaged when they crossed my path. I'm shattered just thinking about it, honestly, but I know the saying goes that hurt people hurt people, right? No, it's not an excuse for what happened back then, but I was an entire mess and I was emotionally damaged, unhealed, mentally exhausted, and everything under the sun, y'all. So, now don't get me wrong, healing definitely has layers to it, and I'm not where I used to be, thank God. But I can say that those life lessons has taught me and is continually taught teaching me how to stay out the trenches of brokenness, and at that level especially. So I know some of you guys can relate. We often imagine ourselves to be in this particular place in life, right? With people, with things, uh, with God. Um, but we never evaluate any of those things, especially the standards that we have for ourselves and the standards that God has set for us. We at times feel that it's not necessary to do a love self-check on our own behalf, um, really take our emotional state to God and let him evaluate it. Um, we just do things our way, right? We just, you know, um, allow people to choose for us how we are supposed to choose for ourselves. Um, you know, we are not choosing the woman who is deep down on the inside yearning for our self-love and to be cared for. We're not choosing God's way of doing things and putting us first regardless of who we encounter. No, we leave so much uncertainty in this area that these moments of uncertainty will test the very fabric of our belief system our identity and what we know to be true when life collides with what we imagine y'all and not what is really happening sis run that back for those who didn't hear you the first time when we try to negotiate with god when it comes to letting things go some of us are in love with the broken version of us and it's not intentional but we comfortable there because it gives us an excuse to date the type of people we date do the type of things we do, validate why we act like we do. Some of us out here acting, you know, like complete fools. So we use these excuses to validate those things that we know we shouldn't be doing, getting us pity parties and attention. And let me let me just say, all attention and good attention, sis. Okay, it's crazy, isn't it? Right? Because sometimes we get so comfortable in our struggling state. And sometimes our atmosphere that produces us the struggle that we have conditioned ourselves to recognize 
any form of change that leads to healing as a threat to us. We don't want to admit our raggedy way of living isn't cute anymore, y'all. We really don't. And it's damaging us. And that has blocked the exit to freedom from everything we're experiencing currently. So let me break it down for y'all what God says about all this. The word of God says to cast not our pearls before swine in Matthew 7 and 6. And listen, I'm going to be honest because I know I was casting all of my pearls before swine back in the day. Like I wouldn't even check in to see if they can maintain them. And you know, I'm, I'm sitting here just thinking about that scripture and how pearls are expensive. You know what I'm saying? They're hard to find. It take work to make them. And you know what I'm saying? The, you know, the oysters got to go through all of these things to get this pearl to come forth, you know what I'm saying? All this irritation, all of these things like that. Like pearls are created from irritation that the oyster is going through. And it's amazing how we don't really think about all the irritation, all the stuff that we go through that creates this beauty in our life. And we will throw it before people who are ready to take advantage of us, but will leave us with the aftermath of our choices that keep us in a state of bondage and brokenness. <laughs> Like, oh my goodness. We have to refuse to allow our pain to enslave us. And we have to rise above the old version of us who got us to where we are in some parts of our life. And so my question is this, where is your level of tenacity that's going to break down the walls and barriers that you created, that you said that you created to God, right? You told God, say, okay, I created these that, you know, keep me safe, you know, from people who was hurting me. But that thing that became your prison, like, where is your motivation, your tenacity? Where is it inside of you that you can dig deep and say, listen, Lord, help me break down these walls so I can experience more. I Listen, I see all the time. I've seen it in myself. You know, women who are emotionally bankrupt, making deposit into people emotionally and wondering why they're receiving what they pretended to give out. And, you know, sometimes we think, we give out genuine things like, you know, genuine love and, you know, and it may be genuine in some areas, but a lot of areas is tainted with, you know, desires and, up, you know, unmet needs and frustration. So we're, we're forcing these things out of us trying to get something from someone um, that probably don't want to give it to us, who don't have the ability to give it to us. And so we're upset because we don't get back what we think we're giving out. And so I want you to gather yourself in this moment, sis. <laughs> what you think you're giving out ain't what you're giving out. It ain't giving what it's giving, okay? And I had to understand that. I had to realize that that what I was giving was not giving what it was giving, okay? It's time to be honest with ourselves and stop waiting for others to address our wounds that we pretend are not there, sis. They there, okay? I'm talking to those women who are tired of being emotionally wounded. Listen, I'm raising my hand. I refuse to be in another season of emotional woundness um, from things that I'm doing to myself or things I'm allowing people to do to me. Um, and so we have to refuse to go down without a fight. You know what I'm saying? God is there to assist and to handle situations if we go and let it, you know, let these things go um, to him and not to us. We should not be carrying it. And I know it's easier said than done because some of us like, listen, I got a lot of stuff that I'm carrying, but a lot of that stuff we need to put at the feet of Jesus and we need to let him carry those things. And then if he need our assistance, you know, then he will let us know. And we need to accept that. 
God don't need our assistance. If he wants us to be a part of whatever's happening when it comes to those past things, then okay, we, we jump in, right? Like jump rope, jump in when they say jump in. But otherwise, God got it covered. He the pro in progression. My pastor say that all the time. He's teaching us that at that, you know, he's teaching us that um, this year that God is the pro in progression, okay? So he don't need your help. He don't need your opinions. Just want to throw that out there. I learned that I had to have Lord just kind of beat me over the head with that. Because sometimes I'll be trying to give God all of my opinions. And trust me, if they were to worth something, then my life would be different. No, he don't need my opinions. Okay, so back to what I was saying, y'all. <laughs> At this point, it doesn't matter how many emotional wounds you have had from previous relationships. I mean, you know, I'm sure you probably count them up like, dang, I didn't have four emotional relationships. And, you know, this happened. I get it. We all have had emotional relationships that have kind of tore us down. But what matters is the desperation to get ourselves out of that mode, to keep ourselves from being in that place, okay? And so I truly hope that that desperation that is down in there that you ain't using is going to push you to believe and to hope and to also sit at the feet of Jesus long enough to get healed the right way this time, okay? When we refuse to make peace with our past relationships and past things and the things that God is exposing to us, it will always alter our perspective moving forward in any type of relationship. And so things may not have turned out the way you have planned. Things may have not turned out the way that I planned, but we have to consider that just maybe that we have outgrown it that thing, that person, that situation, we have grown it. You know, we've matured. Sometimes we don't realize that we have matured because we're so focused and so enthralled in other people's life. Um, we're so um, head over heels at what other folks is doing. And we're so engaged in, you know, with immaturity, people who are also immature. So we think that we're immature in certain areas because we continue to engage with these people. And, you know, in reality, we probably are because we shouldn't be engaging with folks who are not on our level, you know, who are not trying to progress, who are not trying to grow. Um, and so sometimes that can blind us to see that we're actually growing. And sometimes when we do grow, we kind of look at it like it's a bad thing because we have to leave people and situations and things behind because in order to maintain that maturity and growth that we're experiencing, we're going to have to let some stuff go. And so I had to learn that in this season that in order to be on a more mature level with God, I had to release some things. And it may have been some things that I knew a long time ago I should have released. It may have been some people that I should have released a long time ago. But in order to maintain and be where it is that God has called me to be, I had to let that stuff go. And so I just want to encourage someone in this moment right now that if you are in this season of your life, this era, as my pastor says, in your life, that it's time to release some things and to mature and to allow God to progress you to the next level. Sis, I encourage you, it may be painful. It may be upsetting in some areas. It may frustrate you, but it's time to let that thing go. If God is calling you to let it go, then He he's letting you know that it is going to hinder you in the next level that he's trying to take to or it's going to hinder you even getting to that level and we don't want that okay so i don't even know why i went off on that but obviously that's something that we definitely need to talk about and that's in that moment okay and so i know a lot of times you know the reason why we are scared and i can say personally the reason why i was scared to um, allow God to transition me to the next level in maturity and intimacy with him and things of that nature is because 
I was scared to go back and get my keys, y'all. I was scared to go back and get my keys that I gave to folks. I was scared to shut it down. I was scared to tell them no. I was scared to tell them like, listen, this ain't working. You ain't for me no more. I was scared to tell myself no. And so because I was scared, I ain't want to be honest with God and say, listen, I didn't tell these people they could have the keys to my heart. And now I feel like I'm about to renege and go back and get the keys. And then they go, I'm about to go through this whole conversation and why this happening, why you trying to be different and all this. And I ain't want to do all that. But I had to, because at the end of the day, I couldn't stay stagnated. I couldn't stay wounded. I couldn't stay stuck. I couldn't stay frustrated. I couldn't stay looking how, you know, looking at how, you know, God was blessing other people. And he like, you know what I can do it for you too. And you looking like, but I don't want to go get them keys back. I don't want to tell this person that I don't want to do this. Girl, I had to get over that. I had to, because ain't no way in the world, ain't no way in the world that God gonna promise me something and then I'm gonna let one little penny any person or a couple things that's gonna keep me from God's promises. Not gonna happen, okay? But of course, I had to learn to get to that point because sometimes I used to choose those things, even though God promised me like things would be different. So I just wanna throw that out there as well, because I ain't always been at the point where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna choose what God says. No, no, no. I used to fight God a lot, like, mm, I don't think I wanna do this. You know, and I thank God that I'm not in that area of my life where I'm so defiant with God when all he wanted was the best for me, you know. So I encourage you to celebrate yourself for making it out of those last relationships that you've been in, whether it's toxic, God told you to cut it off. Um, you made it out of it, sis. Now, you may have made it out with a few scars, but you made it out. And so, yeah, you may miss them, but I'm going to need you to miss you more. I'm going to need you to miss the things of God more. I'm going to need you to miss missing out on those promises more, right? Yeah, they wounded you emotionally and probably physically, but hold on to the fact that you're still standing 10 toes down, sis. Like literally all toes down to the ground. You're stable. You're getting, if you're not stable, you're getting stable emotionally, you're getting stable physically. You know what I mean? You, you come into your own. So don't negate your progress and your maturity because you're missing out on something that wasn't good for you anyway, okay? I just want you to know that there is more to you than what you're seeing, okay? I want you to know that every failed relationship that you have encountered does not define you, okay? No, you, you know, you don't have to manage your wounds, right? That is God's job. Give them to God. You know, we out here trying to manage our wounds with band-aids and all these things like that. We got to stop trying to manage things that's going to bleed and it's going to get infected because we don't know what we're doing. Okay, we can't keep leaving them unattended like they don't exist, you know. And so I know when I refuse to deal with my relationship issues, my emotion issues, a simple day like Valentine's Day would throw me into depression, really, like for real. And so I ask myself now, like, how, sis? But emotionally, I just was raw. I didn't deal with a lot of stuff. I was wanting this and that and I just was all over the place and I had conditioned myself to believe that love can only be celebrated when it's attached to a man and I'm gonna keep it real true with you because that's just what it was back then you know um and it's what I filled my voice with that led me to believe that's how love was supposed to be right not realizing it was temporary and only masked my deeply rooted issues and so my deeply rooted issues I'm not liking myself, not loving myself, not loving who God called me to be or who God wanted me to be. The deeply rooted issues of seeking validation from someone to make me feel whole because validating myself just didn't seem good enough. I know somebody who is listening right now feels like their own personal validation is not enough. If it ain't enough for you, listen, go and allow God to validate you. His validation is more than enough. I promise you. 
okay? And so I had to learn that. I had to allow God to validate me and, and, and tell me who I was, you know? Because sometimes our validation is tainted and and it's filled with other people's opinions and desires of us. And so sometimes it, it, it may not work because it's like, okay, yeah, that ain't what I'm supposed to be telling myself, okay? My emotional wounds were so deeply rooted, y'all. I promise you that I could never tend to myself in such a way that the smile that other people saw was actually real. Like, I faked it, y'all, every time. Like, every time, it was almost like a cue. Every time somebody looked at me, I smiled. Knowing deep down, I don't want them to ask me, like, what I'm really going through. I don't want them to, like, is you all right? Because you know how when you're really going through something, you know you don't like yourself. You know you're dealing with a lot. You don't want nobody to ask you, is you really all right? Because them tears, it's like, kind of like borderline above the surface they like right there as soon as somebody say you okay what you need you just oh you about to cry and everything like they used to beat me all the time and so what I would do is I would smile I would laugh I would be so joyful and not realize and I go home like I don't even like me I don't like what I'm doing to myself I don't like who I deal with I don't like me period you know and so I never quite felt complete until I had a man to share my secret world with at that time, you know, but thank God <laughs> he didn't deliver me from that. Um, I would allow myself to be addicted to people, right? Soaking them up, learning what I could to use an opportunity to get what I wanted from him or them to feed my inner pain, which was so unhealthy, y'all. I was raggedy, raggedy, okay, with the 45 Ds <laughs> attached to it. Someone can relate, and some may not say, you know, they may say, look, she don't know me, but you right, sis. I don't know you. But one thing I can say is our pain is relational. So I may not know the details of your situation, but I can tell you that I've been where you are or where you coming about of, right? And so I just want you to be encouraged. Stay encouraged. Regardless of what you're going through, you can come up out of it, even if you feel like I don't understand. God does. And so listen, the weight of your own pain, sis, that is suffocating you and altering your life, if that isn't enough to make a change, then you need to ask yourself, why is that? Because I know God is pulling on you right now. Like, okay, listen, I need you to make these changes. I need this to happen. I need you to do this. I'm trying to save you. I'm sure he's, he's calling and he's pulling on you. And so, you know, the way of living life without being healed and, and, and not recognizing the consequences is not something we should be doing. It's not a cycle that we should, you know, willingly put ourselves in to endure and deal with things that we get to a place in our life that we just good with what we going through, right? We just good with it. We just good with not being happy. We just good with being irritated all the time. We just good with people treating us less than what we deserve. See, when you become good with your wounds, you become um, in such a mind state that you get to looking at other people's stuff and like, dang, why that can't be me? You know what I'm saying? Dang this, dang. Why why I ain't get that? Why God don't do it for me? Why, why it ain't my turn? Why it ain't this? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's because we have to allow ourselves to feel and to be transparent and honest of where we are. So we can allow God to come and sit in our painful places with us, with us and help us, you know? And so being this way is not intentional. No, it's not. But it's a possibility when you don't, you know, become aware of where you are or your inability to make peace with your insecurities, your inability to make peace with your past and what things people, you know, things that people have done to you. You know what I'm saying? Before you require others to accept and deal with you and them and, you know, let God deal with it first. 
Because I can guarantee he's the only one out here in this world that can deal with you the way you need to be dealt with before you start bringing other people into your life, okay? So look at yourself in this moment. If you can find a mirror, go find one. Um, if not, hit this replay and play it back. Um, and I want you to ask yourself, because I'm sitting in the mirror right now and I'm asking myself the same thing. Are you desperate for love? So desperate that you're willing to wound yourself to settle for this makeshift, tainted type of love that you've been accepting for years? Are you willing to put yourself at risk for a moment of cuddling and intercourse that could shatter your world if you come in contact with someone who's on the same emotional destructive path you are and now you become HIV positive? I mean, it's real out here, sis. Have you convinced yourself enough that you have stopped wrestling with the reality that being loved by the wrong man or the wrong person is not your portion? Now, sis, gather yourself. You already know. Like I said before, cutting ties with people, situations, and things is so necessary for the emotional bleeding to stop. But you bandaging up with cuddling time and good morning, my text? Listen, <laughs> it ain't gonna work, sis. You have literally planned and rationalized half a man or half a person, and some attention is better than none. Okay, let me say it this way, because it ain't, it ain't cute, it ain't good. It's not something that we should be doing. That's not something God has called us to accept in this season or ever. And so I want to know for real, for real, are you a placeholder in someone else's life until they stumble upon someone who will make or meet a need that they never addressed with you? Or, okay, wait a minute. Let me say it this way. Or maybe, maybe you got a placeholder in your life for the time being. Mm, let, let, let that sink in. Because listen, sis, this is a wake up call. I'm not here to soothe your ego. I'm not here to soothe my ego or validate your or my irresponsible actions because I'm throwing myself in there because listen, some, sometimes it's when I get out of, out of line with God, I can be reckless. <laughs> I ain't even going front. So I'm not letting you continue down that road. We can't continue down that road. I'm here to expose those baggages and those um, negative mindsets that is clearly bleeding and we trying to hide it and it is shifting our capacity to operate in a way that, you know, God has called us to be different. We, it, it's really affecting our focus, our perspective, and you know what it is that we should be doing. And if we're really want to be honest, it could affect the next generation. You got kids, or you want to have kids, it can affect them because if you don't get it right, right now, then they gonna follow right in your footsteps. And so I'm here to be a witness. A living testament says that loneliness can be dangerous when you're unhealed and emotionally bankrupt. See, we want people to blindly invest in us without reading the fine print. Yeah, y'all know it's fine print. I said this in one of my other episodes, the fine print, sis. We got to read it, okay? Because sometimes people leaving you is a blessing. Like, for real, sis, I am telling you. Sometimes people leaving you is a complete blessing, right? God is really doing us a favor. So if you are in that position right now where something has left or you're grieving over a relationship or a, a, a something, you know, whatever it is, cry about it, sis. Cry about it. Let that thing go because there is something that you dodged that would have took you out. I promise you. God is letting you know, like, listen, I had to snatch that up from you because if I didn't, that thing was going to take you out. We have to understand this and stop rationalizing, staying where we pray for God to bring us out of when, when things was going bad. Now, y'all know when y'all get into these situations, ships and relationships and these cuddle situations or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, or these sneaky links, because I used to call them that. Um, we would cry to God and say, you know, 
I'm tired of this. I want to be, I want to be different. I want things to be different. I don't want to deal with this. This is not what I want, right? We forget those prayers, but then when God, you know, act on it and cut that thing off, then we get mad. So we got to remember that we really are honest when we're upset. We're really honest with God in those moments. Like I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I don't want to deal with this. And then God was like, okay, he cut it off. So just know you can't be rationalizing. Listen, you know, that's deep down. That's what you really wanted. You just didn't want it done the way God did it. And that was it. Okay. And I want to talk to someone who is tired and has given up on love. Right. And and specifically love from God, right. Love from themselves and being open to receive love from God. I was in that places. I was scared for people to love me, period. I had been wounded and hurt by myself and by so much stuff. I ain't want nobody to love me. I ain't even want nobody to look at me in no type of way. Cause girl, I was going to try to listen. I ain't want none of that. And I had to get to that point in my life where I had to allow God to love me, love me, like really love me, really love on me, you know? And so I just want you to know, like, you know, being raggedy emotional, is not your portion, sis. And don't let your irresponsibility disqualify you from true healing because you refuse to admit it. Right. Or, you know, let me say it this way in my terms, get you, get yourself somewhere and sit down. Okay. Cause we, we need to take a whole seat right now. Cause a lot of times we don't want to admit that we raggedy. We don't want to admit that we need healing. You know, we keep grinning in public and crying in private. Yeah, that's not okay. You know, forcing ourselves to expend so much energy, you know, saying, well, we need an emotional rest. Take that rest. If God is telling you, you need an emotional rest, no relationships, no extraness, take that rest. Sis. I'm telling you, listen, <laughs> I just want to know who I'm talking to. Cause see, when we get that weight, of being emotionally bankrupt to God, we give God the opportunity to go before us to set the tone for so much healing that we are overdue, right? And I found disappointments, right? Pertaining to relationships and things that we want is a sum total of our failed expectations that we didn't take to God. And see, failed expectations of that, like that manner of men and and women, friendships and stuff like that um, has really filled our life up with regret and bitterness and these things of that nature. And so it makes it hard for God, you know, for God to show us something new, you know? And so we have to take those failed expectations. We got to take all that stuff to God. And there's nothing worse than desiring a satisfying life full of this or that, but your reality just isn't adding up because God said no. And you jumped in it anyway, sis. (laughs) Like I'm laughing because I know I done had those moments where I didn't jump and God said, ah, ah. And I didn't jumped anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's one thing to be in love. And it's another thing to look at your life and be like, I know I ain't right. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing for God to approve. And it's another for him to be like, no. Okay. So because he knows what, you know, God knows what's coming and will take you out emotionally, will take you down through there. You ain't ready for it. So he like, I'm trying to help you and help me because... I'm going to have to sit up here and help you about the situation. Not, it's not to say that he ain't got no problem helping you because that's who God is. He's there. But, you know, don't take yourself through some stuff that you know you could avoid, especially if God is letting you know about it. You know, you can't fake being in love with yourself. You can't fake being in love with God. You can't fake it. You know what I'm saying? Either you are or you're not. But one thing about the truth, the truth will reveal 
itself when you least suspect it, especially, you know, when God begins to deliver and expose things to you. So, you know, never let anyone take you out of your identity, you know, especially when God starts to reveal it to you, not even yourself, because what you're going through and, you know, what is happening, you know, don't let them change or shift your perspective, right? And so I've discovered I cannot produce what I'm not. I can pretend to have the skills and that those past broken relationships are all healed up and that I have the emotional capacity to love someone so deeply but hate myself in the same breath. <laughs> I done did it, sis. You know, loving this is a, in our entirety is a continuous thing, even with making mistakes, right? Taking ills and falling flat on our face and running to the feet of Jesus. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna take all that because he told us to, right? He told us so, right? And so don't be afraid that if you fall flat on your face and God done told you to go right back to that throne and say, Lord, I know, now help me. I won't go back because I done did it several times and I still do it because you know what? Because I know that God is my savior and that's what he's there for to help me be a better version of myself, you know? And he's teaching me, and I, I pray that he teaches you to love yourself without restraint, without uh, unrealistic conditions. We gotta love ourselves, 1,000 proof, no chaser, y'all. I stay running on empty and performing with those around me because I didn't want nobody to know that I was dead on the inside. I'm just keeping it real, y'all. I was dead, I ain't like I said, I ain't want nobody to love me or nothing. I had so many relationships that I felt, um, that heard me that I felt love would never be mine. But see, I was looking for the wrong love. I, I should have been looking for the love from God, but I wasn't, you know? And so it tainted my perspective of what love was. And so truth is, most of us are loving others just like this, dead on the inside, y'all, numb and toxic in the love department, searching for love through those dead places, you know, broken, toxic relationships and situationships that we hide from the world that we let in our door or of our heart in 3 a.m. You know what I'm saying? I know some of y'all got them 3 a.m. sneaky links. Yep, them ain't going, that, that's not going to take the place of real love that God has for us, right? And so we don't, we don't want nobody to know about those, those, those things that we do, but God knows. And so we have to gather ourselves is don't quit on me now, right? Don't quit on me now because at the end of the day, change is coming. And see, for those of us who never seem to read the small print on others, and let's be honest with our own self, we can't keep continue to be in the season of co-mingling with other folks, right? Trying to discover how they are emotionally, mentally, physically, and hiding who we truly are. We can't can't be doing that. Because see, the problem with some of us, we want to be loved even if it causes wounds to other people. Right? We want to be loved. We know we're going to hurt them. Come on now, sis. We know we're going to hurt them. We know we ain't right. But we don't let them people know that. We be like, okay, you know what? I'm searching for something. But see, at the end of the day, we got to take that thing to God because see, he can handle it. That little person you're dealing with right now that you know you shouldn't be dealing with, he can't if you really hurt him, he can't handle it. He can't. So we got to be careful with those things, knowing that we are not right and we are here loving people and we know we're not right emotionally, mentally or physically, you know, and just because you moved on emotionally, because I got to say this for somebody and I had to say this to myself, just because you have moved on emotionally doesn't mean that you have moved on mentally, chronologically, you know, through the years, spiritually or environmentally. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us run from our own selves, right? So we look for enablers and healers and people who are going to operate just like you. You know what I'm saying? And they gonna have you believing that you healed and hold and set free and all that without doing the work, right? Because they enabling your, your mess, your foolishness, right? 
And so we don't need those type of people either because at the end of the day, they're going to keep the cycle of trauma and, and, and foolishness going. And we need to get into a place in our life that that is no longer an option. And so just because you can meet each other's needs emotionally doesn't mean that they meet the needs and standards that God has set for us, right? The only way we could discover what those standards are, we got to link up with God for the answers. And I ain't talking about just link up like, all right, God, let's talk today. No, like link up lifestyle. You collaborate, partnership, talk to him regularly. Let him know what's up with you. Because I guarantee he's ready to listen, you know. And so we have to stop allowing sin and previous traumas to set the tone for our current and future life. And a lot of us run from our own selves. So we look, you know, for other things that's going to help us. And it won't. It, it just won't. It might help us in a moment, but it's it, it won't. So it's going to take us, you know, giving more than we're used to giving. We're gonna. It's going to take us to be honest and to be transparent with ourselves and, you know, with God in order for us to experience the things that we really need to experience. And, you know, once we do that, then we are stop accepting those lopsided relationships, those one-sided relationships, those relationships where you think you in love, but you in love by yourself type of relationships. Yeah. And the only way that we can discover any of that, like I said, is we need to go to God for it, you know, and we have to stop. We have to stop because I'm telling myself this at this moment. Stop loaning ourselves to people who would do us a great deal of harm. There are people out there that the enemy has set in your path that is ready to do you a great deal of harm and you don't even know it, you know? And so we are obligated. We have to be obligated to ourselves and to God to give the best version of ourselves. And we have to um, operate in that as well. We have to make sure that every area of life is tended to and not just tended to when we notice that that area of our life is no longer flourishing and dying from neglect. And so I want to encourage you to get yourself to the mental space of understanding that your way isn't working anymore, sis. Yeah, about times they passed by because I'm sure some of y'all still feeling it. Yeah, I didn't have a boo or whatever. Yep, it passed by. But I'm going to tell you something. The best gift we can give ourselves is a heavy dose of reality that we need to get out of the emotional mess that we're in and get ourselves emotionally and mentally healthy together, right? Teddy bears ain't going to fix it. Chocolate ain't going to fix it. A man ain't going to fix it. A girl ain't going to fix it. A friendship ain't going to fix it. Shout outs on Instagram and Facebook ain't going to fix it. I promise you, because when the dust settles and you're still unhappy and unfulfilled and on the verge of telling God that you waving that white flag, yeah, I know some of y'all done been there or are there now. Ain't none of that going to fix it. Ain't none of it going to fix it, sis. And I'm, I'm telling you, I've been there. I done been there. It's not going to fix it. So if you are in that place in your life where you're like, listen, I'm tired of this. I need to change. I need to really be whole. I need to really be set free. I need to be really delivered. God is waiting. God is waiting. All you got to do is invite him, you know? God is waiting. So I just want you to know that you can do this. God needs you to survive. God needs you to flourish. God needs you to understand that you are more. God wants you to know that you deserve to be loved properly. God wants you to know that you deserve to be happy, to be healed And I want you to say this thing with your chest. Look yourself in the mirror if you're still in the mirror. And if you ain't, say it to yourself where you are. I deserve to be happy. 
I deserve to be healed. I deserve to be loved. And you know what? Make sure you say that thing with your chest and say it as many times as you need to until you get it in your head that you deserve more. We are serving our brokenness, our brokenness notice that time is up. We ain't fighting with it daily. We ain't doing none of that. God is ready and willing to take our take on our uh, brokenness and take over. But we have to put the work in and stay in alignment with God through the entire process, right? So I challenge you this week to be honest with God and where you are emotionally, not your homegirl, not your sneaky link during pillow talk, but really dig deep and ask God where you where to go from here. And remember, sis, you are not alone. There are thousands of women, me and you, just like us, who are making a choice to serve notice to their brokenness and to take hold of that promised, purposeful life that God has been so gracious to plan out for us. Be well, sis. Hey, sis, I sincerely pray that this episode shook up something in your mind. I know it did for me as well. I couldn't let Valentine's Day tiptoe by without crashing your week with a friendly reminder that an emotional self-check with God is vital for our transformation. Share this episode with someone you know who needs this pep talk. Also, if you haven't already subscribed to the Her Podcast, please do so, sis. I don't want you to miss any episode. Also, don't forget you can leave me comments in my DMs on Instagram and Facebook on the Her Podcast about this episode or past episodes. Also, always, always, I always remember that it is a huge blessing to kick back with some dope women such as yourself who are ready to break out the normality of life and start living unapologetically. Until next time, sis, gather yourself and keep it cute.